0: Welcome to this podcast that is all about funding. From grants to crowdfunding, I will be answering questions and providing tips and advice on how to best move forward in securing grants and funding for your nonprofit, research, or business. My name is Holly Rustic, and I'm creator of WeGo Consulting and Amazon best-selling author for wish-granted tips, tools, and templates to write a winning grant. Want to get more grant writing and funding resources, books, and online courses? Visit www.grantwritingandfunding.com or wegogrants.com. Check out our free templates. Or if you have any grant writing or funding questions, you can always send me an email at gmail.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-W-E-G-O at gmail.com. I'm excited to hear from you and to try my best to answer any questions so that you can increase your funding and impact your community and the world at large. So let's get started because money can be groovy. Hey everyone, welcome to Zero 20. Are you drooling or cussing at other nonprofits? Annual planning is where it's at. Where what is, you may be asking. Well, it's quote unquote, is the amaze sauce productivity that exists for those super successful nonprofits that make you want to drool or cuss at. <laughs> so either way, close your mouth and realize that you can have the it's Two, you can be a super successful nonprofit that others drool or cuss at by implementing actions. Before you hop up and down, let me tell you, nothing crazy successful happens immediately, all right guys? We're not just gonna jump, I'm gonna start a nonprofit tomorrow and I'm gonna quit my job today and I'm gonna be making you know a full-time great salary with benefits by tomorrow at 4 p.m. That does not happen but it can happen eventually, absolutely. So let's see, how does it happen? And I love this quote, it's by Ray Kroc and he says, I was an overnight success all right, but 30 years is a long, long night. So it's not gonna take you 30 years to get there, but it does take time. So let's go ahead and look at how you can, it's it's a formula let's look at the formula. Okay, so this will take time and commitment, but it really is just a simple formula. Okay, let's get into it. If you have been listening to this podcast, then you have done your whys, your SWOT, your planning, developed your website, evaluated your lessons learned, articulated your goals, objectives, and activities, and are developing partner relationships. Oh yeah. Now it's time to take those smart objectives and goals and really put them into an annual calendar. simple guys. Alright you want everyone at your organization to have a calendar even if it's just a rough draft. Calendar for the year. A secret is to section your calendar off into quarters and look at your overall goal and objectives and figure out what you need to achieve each quarter to achieve those goals and objectives. By breaking down your year into quarters you can have quarter focuses. So you could find out what these focuses will be when you do your review of lessons learned from the previous year. Um, So we've done that in another podcast, so you can pull those up. Maybe there will be great projects, but they weren't implemented because there was not enough efficiency at work. So you're looking at your lessons learned, right? You had great projects last year, but man, nothing was implemented. You had something developed and nothing really took off because it just wasn't efficient. There was some, you know, there was turnover rate for your staff. Maybe you just didn't track your time and you don't know really where it went. So there's so many different things that happen. So you kind of have to evaluate What went well, what wins did you have, and then what kind of didn't go well, what challenges did you have? In quarter one of the year, then you may decide to focus on, say, productivity. In this way, maybe you could find courses on productivity online, books on productivity, or find a weekly blog on productivity and send it out to everyone. Maybe you would have a different person give a 10-minute activity or lesson on productivity at the weekly staff meetings. For quarter two, you might want to focus on leadership or cultivating relationships. Or, ooh, could we be so controversial as to mention financial responsibility? Can you imagine if all of your staff were financial, financially responsible and conscious about their own money? They would be so stressed at work, or they might start asking for that deserved raise. The other thing is that they may start managing the nonprofit's resources with more efficiency and consciousness if they're conscious about their money in their own lives i'm not saying to ask for big statements or disclose people's finances but education on financial responsibility could really help your staff there are many different ideas on quarter focuses but it really does help to have 90 day, day 90 day days 90 days to focus on one major development at a time another or additional way to focus your quarters is to focus on a specific objective so you have your Your quarter focus on say, like it's more of a personal or professional development. So that would be like a productivity focus and you're you're focusing on that. And then quarter two is financial responsibility. Quarter three is leadership. Quarter four is developing relationships. However you wanna kind of lay that out for the year. But as well, you'd also have, we're gonna focus on this objective that we've already created for our, our nonprofit for this quarter. And then next quarter, we're going to focus on a different objective, etc., all the way up to reach your overall goal. Being able to accomplish major tasks in 90 days is very doable when you are focused on it. Obviously, some objectives may be longer than a quarter, but you could focus on a certain item or activity of the objective. A quarter is just the perfect amount of time to feel like you have some time to accomplish something big, but not too much time where it becomes. I'll get around to it at some point or that doesn't come up until then and then it sneaks up on you. All right, having a, having your goals all be for December 31st, you know, in <laughs> the year is not good. You really need to separate it and break it down into quarter goals or quarter objectives. So the big annual, obviously you do want one overall big annual December 31st goal. You don't want all of them to be there, but you do want one. Being able to have the year at a glance is a great way for everyone to see the overall picture. This is important as it will help everyone be on the same page and to stay focused. Plus, by looking at a calendar, you may see that two fundraising events are too close to one another, or there may be another major event going on in your community at the same time. All right, guys, that's really important. Really see what else is going on, what else is on the horizon that's close to your event. Or think about seasons. All right, I know in the on the East Coast, of the United States, there's a lot of ice storms in March. I mean, like, when I was on the East Coast, there was always like this huge ice storm in March. Um, And, you know, so you might think, oh, these kind of things happen in February and March, the airport shut down a lot. Maybe we won't have a huge event at that point in time. I mean, just think about out of the box kind of things that are going on at that time, other big celebrations, other big fundraisers that have been going on for years and years that a lot of your sponsors will already be giving to. You don't wanna to have to compete with them at the same time. In this way you wanna strategically organize your year to complement the event. It is good to have a major milestone to be finished by the end of the year, and each of your objectives, your quarter objectives, can lead towards this overall year-end goal. Sometimes we can get to week 25 of 52 and realize that we haven't made as much headway as we had wanted to on our goal, so we, we reduce the overall goal. Don't do this. Increase your actions instead. Grant Cardone says, never ever reduce your target, always increase your actions. Right? So you really wanna look at that in this way of breaking it down into quarters and then having a big, huge overall gear and goal, you're really gonna be able to you know, evaluate yourself all the time, your staff, be able to say, okay, where are we at? What's going on? How, what actions do we need to increase? Are we on target? By having quarter focus, you will be able to measure where you are at in reaching your overall goal. If you aren't making progress, dun then what? Increase your actions. Figure out what is taking your time or the time of your staff. Nine times out of ten, it is because distractions are becoming distracting. Okay? I know that's really cliche, but anyways, it is. Cruising on Facebook during the workday or long, drawn-out meetings um, that really aren't productive may be a ma- major factor. And that goes back to your other kinds of focus on your credit, right? Productivity, financial responsibility. You could even have, you know, how to be more organized, how to get things done. I mean, there's so many things that you can focus on and when you look and you say, you know what? We have these great objectives and these great goals, but we never seem to be able to reach them. Then what are the real barriers? And then address it with your quarter focuses on personal and professional development tracking time. All right. So this is a great thing you can do. I love this tool. I use it. um, Obviously you can use any tool. There's so many different things that you can use, but tracking time with uh, online apps like toggle. I really like toggle, but any timer, um, man, you could even just set your, your phone on a timer just to see what you're doing. So Set it for 45 minutes and only focus on the biggest priority at this, at that, for that time. Do nothing else until that timer goes off. And then when it does, get up, stretch out, drink some water, and rinse and repeat. All right, so no, oh, I'm just gonna check Facebook for a while in that 45 minute period or that 90 minute block, but I'm going to just stay focused. I'm not gonna even look at emails. I'm just gonna get this one task done. As Soon as that timer goes off, I'm gonna stretch out, maybe like, you know, give yourself a two minute Facebook, minute, whatever you need to do, but then set that timer again, boom, right back onto your project. The biggest thing that you need to get done. This is so effective that you may actually end up getting your work done two to three times quicker. I know someone personally that has her staff on a similar track to this, and he has actually reduced the staff of hours from 40 hours per week to 35 hours per week, and he still pays them full time. He says that productivity has increased and they are enjoying their quality of life even more, and he's actually thinking of reducing it to 30 hours, yet still paying them for the 40 because they're more productive when they work this focused Okay, so there you have it, guys. Have a working annual calendar, divide your year into quarters, and have theme focuses and objective focuses, and increase your actions by deleting your distractions. This system will take some time to implement fully, but it is a simple system. You can be that amaze sauce nonprofit that is super successful and productive. All right, guys, I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's show. As always, please feel free to send me an email if you have any grant writing or funding questions to hollywego at gmail.com. If you enjoy listening to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, then I would love to ask you a favor. Please leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. Thanks again for listening and go get funded.